A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled parent trying to get rid of their kid. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, thumb-looking deadbeat thing called father wants to walk me down the aisle. Important things to know for this story, I'm 27 year old female, my sister's 23, mom is 53 and father is 51. The hatred for my dad runs deep, it's something that I've been dealing with since I was young and I can't seem to let it go. My sister and I have a sweet little nickname for him which is Seed Giver, now where do I even begin? When I was small, he used to be involved in my life until my sister was born. Then he got bored of me and was focusing all his attention on her, which I picked up even at age 4. When she outgrew her toddler phase, the same thing happened to her. Growing up, he was never a part of our lives. He didn't know our likes and dislikes, interests, who our friends are. He was a deadbeat man who would sleep all day and go to work at night. He never brought any income home, so we relied on my mother to bring food on the table. Sometimes we would have nothing to eat, so we would play a game called Treasure Hunt around the house so we can find some spare change and pockets and purses so that we can buy bread and milk. When we needed clothes or shoes, our mom had to tell us to keep quiet about it and she would hide the receipts or lie about the prices so he doesn't get angry. He was never violent, but he was verbally abusive and manipulative. The only thing he did to me, which left an impact to this day as a reflex, is that he would smack my head whenever he was annoyed at me. So now whenever someone does a hand motion in my direction, I would instinctively close my eyes and flinch. He would often fight with my mother and always blame her for everything. Manipulative jerk. And she would always be the one to drop the ball first. There are so many examples of when he was a total jerk, but I can write a book on it. Let me move on to the climax. From age 12, I suspected that he was cheating on my mom. When he got a normal day job, he claimed that he also got a side gig at night in a bar. I remember staying up at night with my sister and listening in as he would sneak back in the house. Sometimes he would go to our room and take our fruity kid's perfume to put it on himself cause it smelled nice. Yeah right, I asked my mom about it a lot, but at that time she was a mix between disbelief and denial. For a lot of things he did, I hated him and I wanted him out of our home and our lives. So I became obsessed with busting him. It took six long years to get there, but in my final year of high school, my sister and I did it. We found evidence in the form of photos and videos of him and multiple women of all ages. We saw his inappropriate photos, something that I want burned from my memory, but the icing on the cake was that after the initial shock and adrenaline wore off, I recognized one of the more recent girls in his gallery was one of my classmates. Suddenly, everything made much more sense, because he would always threaten me that he had connections in my school, and that he knows all my grades, behavior, and days when I skipped. That night, when we sat my mom down and showed her everything, was the day she lit up a cigarette for the first time in seven years. What happened after that was a whirlwind of emotions and action and he was kicked out from the house with the locks being changed the next day. The house belongs to my mom's parents, so he had no claim on it. After that day, he would threaten all of us, saying vile things such as paying a gang to tarnish the house and R-word my grandma, 
He took our car because even though my mom bought it, it was under his name. He refused to pay alimony for my sister. He knew that I was the one who busted his butt because he was well aware that I was on to him and that I wanted him gone from our lives. The few times we were forced to meet up with him, he would hiss and spit at me, called me a homewrecker and a piece of crap who ruined his and our mom's happiness. Nine years have passed since then, so much more happened, and in all that chaos, I was forced to be the one to stay in contact with him. As time seems to heal and erase things for some people, he convinced himself that all of that is behind us, that what happened was not his fault, and now he's trying to be a part of our lives, of my life. I'm getting married this May, and when he asked me about the details, I told him that my mom is going to be the one to walk me down the aisle, as she's always been the only parent in my life. He had the audacity to feel hurt and insulted, and told me that they can both walk me down the aisle? I told him no, and that he should be happy that he's going to be there at all. He got mad at me and called me spiteful and vengeful, and not gonna lie, I am. Very much so. I hate him with all of my existence, and I hate the position I was put in to be the point of contact between him and everyone else. I cannot understand how the freak he thinks he deserves anything from me after all the crap he put us through. I told him that I don't want to discuss it further, but I just know that he will mention it again. A short while after we kicked the trash out and they started the divorce process, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. It was like life was giving us another slap in the face. We were scared as heck, and my mom was pushing my sister and I to keep in touch with him because the future was uncertain. I was always so vulnerable when it comes to my mom, going to therapy for that and other obvious things, so saying no to her was not an option at the time. Since my baby sis was in her teenage years and very depressed, I put my big sibling pants on and decided to be that bridge. It was such a mistake. Thankfully, my mom is cancer-free now, but the damage was done. At first, he would contact me to ask how mom is doing, how sister's doing, blah blah. Then he would insist that we meet so he can grill me for more info. For the sake of my mother, I was scared to say no because I didn't want to give her more stress. He is manipulative and knows how to push my buttons. And believe me, he still does this to this day. It's been years and every two months, just as he's not even crossing my mind, He would call and call, spam me with messages until I answer. Thank you all for reminding me that I am in fact an adult and that it's about time I take matters into my own hands. Not gonna lie, it's so hard for me because I'm tormented by the thoughts of being a bad selfish person, a disappointment. I'll also be talking more to my therapist about this because obviously I'm not over all of this crap. Hope this makes sense. There's so much more to this crappy story but I try to add the most important details. It seems like OP's kind of got a good clarity on where to go with this, but definitely you just gotta put your foot down. You're not that little kid anymore, and they don't have that power over you like they used to. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about some entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, Entitled Mother Never Told Me My Medical Diagnosis. I was just remembering this lovely memory, and I thought it was worth sharing. For context, I'm 22-year-old female now. This story takes place sophomore year of high school when I was 16. Around Christmas, I started noticing my back would be very painful around the end of the day. I thought it was because I was going from walking about campus all day plus dance team to laying in my bed over winter break. Fast forward two months and that ache 
turned to a complete, noticeable stabbing pain basically morning to evening. Fast forward over two months, and that pain was full-on agonizing. Practically a stabbing hot poker 24-7. Icy hot, Epsom salts, stretching, meditation, etc. literally was just getting worse. My mother could not have made the situation worse. My mother thought I was exaggerating my pain and would even say it's probably because I was gaining weight and holding it in my back. I had to start silently crying in bathrooms all to avoid whatever dismissive things she would say. She refused to take me to the doctor because she was convinced I was lying about how bad the pain was. I did everything I could think of at school, as I couldn't do one physical activity for more than 15 minutes at a time. Luckily, I had super understanding teachers and coaches. It came to a point where the only comfortable position was laying down. This was a high school floor, so you can imagine how desperate I was. One day, my mother came home and screamed at me saying how much I embarrassed her. Apparently some of my teachers had emailed her saying how concerned they were and suggested I go to a doctor. My mother said I could no longer do whatever I was doing at school and just had to deal with it. Well, the pain eventually started affecting my sleep, and I didn't know what to do. Another member of my dance team said I should make an appointment with her chiropractor. He worked wonders with her ankle. I unfortunately had to wait an extra three weeks until my grandmother came into town as my mother refused to take me. At the appointment, he asked me like 400 questions and feels around my back, puts me in the weirdest position ever, and crack! Instant relief. I literally start crying. For the first time in six months, the pain is just gone. The doctor then shows me my x-ray and I think I immediately see the issue. I say, is that a curve? He says, yes, it looks like you have slight scoliosis and it was pointing to where the pain has been in your back. I'm honestly shocked and confused. I figured it had developed over the years, as no doctor had ever said anything before. So my grandmother and I get home. My mother's pretty snotty and says, Well, what did they say? Is it all better? I look at her and tell her about how I have a curve and it makes me susceptible to extreme back pain. What she said next shocked me. She then looked me in the face and said, Oh, well, that's always been there since you were little. Every x-ray shown that. I've always known. I was so dumbfounded, I shout. And you didn't think to mention that? Every time I've cried about how the back pain was the past several months? She said, I honestly thought you were faking. After a long time of mindful posture and lots of stretches, the pain eventually went away for good. But I will always remember that story. One quick and easy way to show your kid that you never really cared. This next story is, am I in the wrong for not wanting anything to do with my father? I'm 26 year old male and mom and dad divorced when I was around 4 years old. Mom never cut off contact with dad. I think her logic was that I'd always grow up understanding who he was as a person. I used to see him every other weekend or occasionally we'd have a few hours after school during the week. Every time I saw him, even from being young, he just used to badmouth mom all the time asking me how she was spending his child support payments, telling me she was constantly rinsing him of money, etc. I remember a time where mom was struggling for money. I was growing out of my clothes, going to high school and needing a new uniform. Mom spoke to the support agency who managed to get more money out of my dad. The amount of abusive text messages he sent my mom after that was appalling. Then into my teen years, it never really stopped. 
I remember all of dad's side of the family had booked us for go-karting. I was so excited and then dad wouldn't pay for me. He made the excuse that he thought I was inexperienced and the carts would be too powerful for me and therefore made me stand and watch. I didn't really have much to do with him after that, but when I was approaching 18, 9 years ago, dad was excited that he could almost stop paying child support, but I dropped it on him that I was doing an extra year in education and he needed to pay another year. He started sending more abusive messages about me and about mom and the final one was go end everything loser in a much more severe way. The following day, I changed my number and cut off all contact with him. Occasionally, he'll send me a friend request on Facebook, but he's hopeless with technology and has never figured out how to message me. My cousin, who I talk to every so often, has been telling me for the last couple of years that dad wants to get in touch with me. Over this last year, this has been playing on my mind. Part of me wonders if he could have changed after nine years, but part of me thinks that he'll accept me as his son nine years on from not having to pay and support me. He never wanted me as a kid, so why would he want me now? But it's conflicting my mind. If dad was to die tomorrow and I found out, would I hold any regrets? Now I have a baby on the way with my girlfriend and my mom's partner I call stepdad, but will 100% be granddad to the baby regardless. I feel for OP because this is one of those situations where you're doing some real soul searching to try and figure out is it worth it to at least hear them out or have they already burnt all the bridges and there's no bridge to cross. This next story is a mom apparently thinks I should let her child hit me. I'm a preschool teacher. Oh, I have some fun stories. Today, a mom put in a complaint about me. Her kids are twins, three years old, and they're an absolute mess. I love all kids, but these two are something else. Their names are incredibly similar. First of all, picture a parent naming their twins Candy and Mandy or Mackenzie and McKinley. So these girls don't know their own names. They both think their name is Mackenzie. They came into my class, not potty trained. They barely know any letters and colors and have a low vocabulary, even though they have an older sibling, both parents, and a nanny taking care of them. They hit and shove each other, pull each other's hair and try to stick their fingers in each other's eyes. They've literally stepped on my other kids to get where they're going because they're so used to always having their way. One of them, McKinley, can be cute and I already had made progress with her. She's using the potty by herself now, knows a few colors, and is starting to respond to the correct name. Then there's Mackenzie. This child literally clutches her pearls. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And looks offended if I ask her to do basic things like clean up her toys, go potty, or line up for recess. She gets angry if she's told to say please, screams chicken if she doesn't like her lunch, and says no while giggling to everything she's told to do. Now, I would speak to her entitled mother at pickup about the behavioral issues, but even I softened it and didn't tell her everything this kid does. Entitled mother would insist that all of their behavior was because they speak two languages. Sorry, Mackenzie knows exactly what go potty means, she just doesn't like to do it. So last night she was throwing a bigger fit than usual. I told her she could stand up and walk to the potty or I could carry her, but laying down and kicking her feet wasn't an option. She didn't get up, so I picked her up and took her into the bathroom. I gave her a minute to stand still and calm down, then told her again to use the potty. She immediately slapped me hard in the arm. This was the first time she hit someone other than her twin. I made her go potty and sat her in the library away from the other children cause she was still throwing her tantrum and I didn't want her to hit another kid. I take hitting very seriously, so I told her she needed to sit until she could be nice again or until mommy got there so I could talk to her. Mackenzie kept screaming and stomping so I left her alone to cool down since my sitting by her was only enraging her more. Cue entitled mother picking up. She was rushing to get her screaming kids out, so I only had time to tell her that Mackenzie was sitting out of the group because she hit and wasn't being safe. Entitled mother asked why she'd hit, and I explained it was because she was refusing to go potty again. Entitled mother said, Mackenzie, no, no, you need to be nice, and rushed them out. This morning when I arrived, Entitled mother was in my boss's office throwing a fit and demanding the twins be removed from my room. I wasn't there for the conversation, but my boss called me in later to talk about it. Apparently, Entitled Mother described last night as the teacher put Mackenzie in timeout for not going potty, which totally was not what happened. I was on the verge of a panic attack all day because I didn't know what was going on or what I had done wrong. My boss was fine with it once I explained, just told me to make sure I'm conscious of how things look to parents when they pick up their kids. The twins were moved to the other preschool class, and at the end of the day, I overheard that teacher crying to the manager because Entitled Mother had bawled her out over something too. The woman cannot handle her children getting any kind of discipline whatsoever. But unfortunately, schools have schedules to keep to, and we can't spend 45 minutes waiting for your child to decide to go potty on her own. When she first enrolled them, she asked my co-teacher if we could spoon-feed them. They're in preschool. Their classmates speak in full sentences, draw detailed pictures, count to 30, say the entire alphabet, and some can write their names already. I'm so hoping Entitled Mother just pulls them out of the school, cause if she tries to put them in my class again, I'm not taking them. I'm not going to put my entire class behind because I have two children in my class who I'm not allowed to teach. 
This next story is, I tried to end that witch but that predator got in the way. My mom, while being arrested after she tried to end me. You still think my mom is innocent? Hi everybody, I hope your Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate was amazing and that you celebrate with family and people who love you. Also happy new year. It's a new year but the same BS. I'm 23 now. Nice. I'm sorry I've been gone for a long time. Things just keep happening and my mind not being mentally well affected me to the point I didn't really want to talk to people. I'm just going to jump right into it. My mom had plans to end me. She documented how she was planning to do it. However, my mom's plans changed when she saw me. She saw her opportunity and took it. First of all, we found a tracking device on the car. They were following us this whole entire time. Also, we found out who was giving my mom pictures of our children. We moved away and we got a nice house. It's big enough for a lot of kids. A nice, open, spacious yard so we can get that darn goose my daughter wants. We even got a new car. We tried to get away. We truly did. But she still found us. We were leaving an ice cream parlor. I thought my husband was playing around, but he was trying to shield us because he saw my mom first. I held him as he slowly was bleeding out. My husband was still trying to smile, but I could see the pain in his eyes. This all happened in front of three children, including our four-year-old. My husband's going to have a long, painful, slow recovery. I'm crying while typing this because my husband is the love of my life. If it wasn't because of him, I would probably be dead by now. We have a four-year-old, and we just had two more babies a couple of months ago. Azalea is the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I can't do this without him. His family is harassing me. My husband has a lot of siblings, and I never realized how toxic they were towards me in recent incidents. I thought they stopped the mean comments, but apparently they went quiet about it. Only a handful of my husband's siblings actually love me, and I divided the family. I ruined a family, and I destroyed my own family, all because I let that woman back into my life and she was trying to end me. While she was being arrested, my mom said, I tried to end that witch, but that predator got in the way, and to the kid that got hit in the crossfire, I'm sorry. My mom didn't get away with it this time as she's currently locked up. I hope she burns for what she did to me, to my family, and honestly, I have one question. Do you think my mom is innocent? My mom was physically, emotionally, and according to my therapist, incestuous towards me when I was a kid. And after all of that, some of you still claim my mom is innocent and that my husband is the problem. How about now? I brought that woman around my daughter and I regret it immensely. I was going to talk about how I met my husband and how everything started from nothing to three children. I'm not ready to admit that I'm more like my mom than I led myself to believe. However, I would say my husband and I know we're not going to grow old together but we're proud of this family we built. I'm very grateful for my flower, my husband. Because of him, I was able to go to rehab and get my stuff together. So with that being said, go freak yourself for telling me that my husband is going to start hurting me and our children and doing things to our children. If I was really a victim of my husband, do you think insulting me would make me see sense? Like some of you got really mean. If that's how you treat supposed victims, I'd hate to see how you treat real ones. Dang, the people who don't believe me and you probably still don't believe me after reading this stuff. Honestly, I don't blame you. I wouldn't believe myself if it wasn't happening directly to me. And for people who have been checking up on me in direct messages, I'm extremely grateful. Thank you for your kindness. 
On some happier news, my nephew got adopted by my husband's older brother, so my 15-year-old sister doesn't have to worry about the burden of a child. Watching my 45-year-old brother-in-law interact with a baby is so funny to me. Like, you have this Wednesday Adams look-alike and this tiny red-headed happy baby. My husband's trying to recover. He's been a really good sport about being shot by my mom, by the way. He keeps singing, I got shot from the boondocks. I'm going to sleep now. I have to take a nap because my body feels like garbage. I think OP got hit with some serious trolls. Obviously, they've been updating a few times about their experiences with their mom and their family. I think it's kind of the stuff you see all the time on like Twitter, for example, where faceless people with no ties to anything leave the most trolliest, disrespectful comments possible to get a rise and get interaction. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Thinks I Should Give Her Kid a Computer for Christmas. My brother had married my sister-in-law a year or so prior, and I'd grown very close with both her and her kids, referring to them as my nephews instead of my step-nephews. Furthermore, my brother already had two of his own kids, of which my step-nephews immediately took in as their siblings, so the family dynamic there has honestly been great. When my nephews all found out that I was into video games and worked with technology, they expressed so much interest in the games they loved new animes they found, and so on. It didn't take long for them to tell me that they were interested in PC gaming, playing games like Fortnite, Minecraft, Roblox, etc. And I'd already taken mental note that I would build each kid a starter gaming computer. Mind you, this was several months before Christmas. I even asked my brother and sister-in-law if they were okay with the idea, and they gave me the green light. The plan was to gift these PCs to my nephews on Christmas. So I called my brother, and he had told me that his sister-in-law's sister, who I'll now refer to as Entitled Mother, had invited him and his family over for Christmas. He then informed me that my mom and I were also invited. I was worried because I'd only gotten gifts for my brother's kids. I mentioned this to him and he said, Oh, don't worry, dude, there will be a gift exchange there, so everyone will be getting gifts. So I packed the gifts up, picked up my mom from her house, and went over. After an extremely boring night, we finally got to the gift exchange. Entitled mother and her entitled child were hogging up most of the attention, where if anyone got a gift, they would immediately look for another gift to open for entitled child or for herself. I kept my gifts hidden away until the very end. My nephews all received gifts and trinkets you would find in the 25 cent section of dollar stores, basically stocking stuffers from entitled mother. All the while, my brother and sister-in-law bought Entitled Child a new Nintendo Switch, games, and gift cards. I honestly felt bad for my nephews as the best gift they had gotten from any of their aunts or uncles before me was maybe a $25 Nintendo gift card. Once I confirmed all the gifts were given out, I handed my nephews their gifts. They opened the gifts and their faces lit up. They jumped up and hugged me like crazy, thanking me, one even being in tears. They were super excited to start playing on their computers. However, I felt daggers. I looked around and Entitled Mother was just staring hard at me. The funny thing is, everyone else was happy for my nephews. They were looking at the computers and saying, this is awesome. After a few minutes, the Entitled Child comes over to me and says, hey, so where's my computer? I looked at him and said, pardon me? And he starts sobbing and says, Where's my computer? Everyone else got one, so I deserve one too. I was just like, uh, I'm sorry kiddo, but these were for these kids. 
Besides, you got a brand new Nintendo Switch. You'll enjoy that more. He then runs off crying. I felt a bit bad, but at the same time, I looked at the mountain of gifts entitled Child got, whereas my nephews got scraps up until the PCs. Then the entitled mother walks up to me and says, Hey, I know this is so last minute, but what would it take for you to give my son a PC? I looked at her and said, well, the low-end PCs cost around the ballpark of $700, so I'm sure you can get him one. She then says, I don't think you understand. You are his uncle, therefore you are responsible for giving my son a PC. So when can I expect it? My brother heard this and he was about to say something. I looked at him and said, no dude, I got this. I turned to Entitled Mother and said, listen, you're talking quite a funny tone with me. Which one of these gifts were from you were for your nephews? The random plastic toy here? The pack of stickers? How much did you spend on them in total? Maybe less than $10? Who the heck are you or your kid to me? I'm not your brother-in-law and I'm not your kid's uncle. I have no responsibility towards you or him, especially to buy a computer for him. At this point, Entitled Mother's husband had grabbed Entitled Mother and dragged her away. I looked at my brother and said, I am never coming over to Christmas gatherings unless they happen at your home and I do not want to see her again. I later found out that Entitled Child's grandmother bought the Entitled Child a computer using whatever funds she had, which led me to see how the kid became spoiled. The irony is that this year, I ended up upgrading the nephew's computers with new hardware, and sure enough, Entitled Mother expected my brother and sister-in-law to give her kids stuff like a PS5, an iPad, etc. All the while, they claimed to have given their gifts to the nephews by giving them $50 to split between the four of them. Side story, apparently there was a time before my brother met my sister-in-law where her kids were given new iPhones for Christmas as the younger child had just reached the age where having his own phone was acceptable. Entitled Mother went on to tell off my sister-in-law, stating that they were too young to have their own phones. However, Entitled Child saw that his cousins got new phones and he threw a tantrum. Entitled Mother's hypocrisy could not have shown brighter, as the very next day, she took Entitled Child to get a brand new iPhone with a phone line, despite being around 5 years younger than my nephews. Note, my brother and sister-in-law have agreed and announced that they will no longer be participating in any of Entitled Mother's events due to their entitlement. Honestly, I'm just so glad that OP told her how it was. I don't know if the Entitled Mother herself was raised spoiled, but she needed a huge dose of reality. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Entitled Parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.